and just now having launched using this webinar to be able to now be like, okay, what can I learn from this launch? What can I do better next time? And just get to this point where I have just perfected it because, and it is, it's an experiment and there's so much to learn and it's having that benefit of being able to go through again and again until you feel super confident, I think is just so powerful. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 545. Today, I'm really excited to bring in one of my Launch Magic students from this recent round of Launch Magic that we just wrapped up. Jen Butler is an early parenting consultant. She specializes in baby and toddler feeding and sleep, and she helps the parents to navigate those challenges that can come up with feeding, sleep, health and development, and all of those things uh, from baby through to toddler. So Jen had already launched her membership a couple of times before she joined in Launch Magic. And today we're chatting about some of those early launches and as well as doing a deeper dive into what happened in her most recent launch, how it played out, all of the different things, the webinar that she ran, the content that she posted, all of the nitty gritty details that really make up the success of a launch. Now, if you are thinking about joining Launch Magic, make sure that you get in while doors are open. They close on the 20th of September for this round and they won't open again until 2023. So this is your last chance to join in 2022. If you have already launched before like Jen, or if you've never launched before like Eliska, who I'm sharing an interview with in a couple of days time, Launch Magic is right for both of those categories because there is always a way that you can keep improving those launches, keep making more impact, more profit, having a bigger freedom in your business. All right, without any further ado, let's jump into the chat with Jen Butler. Jen, welcome to Socialette. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you, Steph. I'm very excited to be on here today. So, Jen, before we start chatting about your launch, I would love it if you could please tell my listeners a little bit about um, your business and about why you decided to launch a digital product. This isn't your first digital product, right? No, no, no it's not my first digital product. I have, I've had, I've had the journey like everyone has, haven't they? Um, but a little bit about myself. So, my name's Jen Butler. My business is Jen Butler Early Parenting Support. Uh, so basically that encompasses early parenting support in the first three years of baby and toddler's life. So I, I guess my focus is supporting families in understanding and moving through all the changes that happen with baby and toddler sleep, feeding, 
health and development because with understanding the changes comes confidence in parenting and a more enjoyable parenting experience. So that's my jam. Um, and oh, I guess for me, the reason I wanted to launch a digital product was um, because I I wanted to be able to move away from just that like exchange of time for and the one-on-one capacity. Like there's only so much I could grow. And I was also finding I was getting very burnt out. So I'd probably only been doing the one-on-one consults, I guess in my own business for about maybe 18 months to two years before I started to feel that way. And I thought for longevity's sake, how can I do this? And how can I reach more people and support them in a bigger way? And so, yeah, that was that was when I started to delve in to digital products. And there's been a few. It started off with eBooks uh, and it's it's evolved. It's evolved. And, and currently now I have a membership, which I love the membership model. I think it suits really well for the parenting space. Um, you know, because things change so much from birth through to three years. So that ongoing support's really valuable. Um, but yeah, there's been a big evolution in the products that I have created. <laughs> yeah. What was the biggest difference that you noticed, I suppose, going from having a whole bunch of ebooks to then launching a membership? Like what, how did it feel different? How did it play out differently in your business? I think that initially when I sort of did that, um, the PDF, version of the books and that's that's always and like I, I guess I was honing in on single topic things which was great and it was a great way for you know a quick result for families but it was only focusing on that one part and there was still so much to teach and so much that I felt like text alone couldn't teach and I guess I have a unique we all have unique teaching styles don't we but I just felt like I just had far more ability to delve deeper in more of that, you know, video. And like initially the membership started as a group coaching program and that's when it evolved then in going, it was like this focus on the first six months. And then I was like, well, it wasn't just me actually. It was, it was the families I was working with. They were like, well, what next, Jen? <laughs> I was like, yeah, what next? <laughs> so that's when it was like, right, so how can I continue to support everyone? But I think the biggest thing with the PDF2 was that it was a lower ticket offer and so obviously the lower the ticket, the more you need to sell for it to be sustainable. And that was proving to be more challenging, I guess. And it still sort of didn't sit the bet. Like I think in my heart, I also wanted something that was more holistic, something that was, you know, that one-stop shop, like a real roadmap. And that's when everything sort of, you know, and it's still... I still had a few, and I still have a few digital products that do focus on more one key area that I still love, but I think I love the membership and it's kind of like my number one, you know, that's, it's not to say that those products don't sit there and have a place, but, but that's where my heart and soul is invested into. And I think it's where families are going to get the best results too. Absolutely. So with those ebooks, then did you retire them or did you move some of them into the membership? How did that work? I've used some as bonuses, which has been handy where possible because also like, for example, and this is something that when I came to launching, I was like, bonuses, bonuses, ah, because there's so much inside the membership that I'm like, huh, what, what can I add? I feel like the membership is in so all inclusive. That, you know, and it's still that that's something that I'm going to continue to play with and trial and, 
you know, I, I know that there's room for improvement there. Um, but I also just wanted to launch and just be like, just do it, Jennifer, because you know, we all know that you can just sit on, oh, just wait until I think of the bestest bonus ever or whatever. <laughs> that procrastination, um, for, you know, due to perfection, I guess. But I was just like, you know what? I can always launch again and I can learn from what I, I have done this time and improve. <laughs> exactly. So, yes. They haven't been retired, but they, they sort of just like some of them just sort of you know, sit in my library um, available to use at appropriate times. Yes. And I suppose you can repurpose them into trainings when you need to. It's good to have the, that little bank that you can draw on when you need it. Exactly. Um, Yes. Bonuses are such an interesting one as well, because I think a lot of the time we think, oh, it has to be more content. Uh, but when you're in a situation like you, where there's just so much content already, actually, sometimes the best bonus can be something that helps them to consume that content better. Um, yeah. Like in the next round of Launch Magic, I actually haven't told anyone this yet. Jen, you're like the first person outside of my team to know about this, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, but we're thinking of doing in the next round of Launch Magic as a bonus. Actually, no, we've decided we're doing as a bonus, um, like virtual get it done sessions. So instead of more content, for an hour and a half every two weeks or two hours every two weeks, we jump on Zoom and just work together to get it done because that accountability and it, when there's so much content to consume, it's really hard to sometimes stay on track. And yeah, having that group accountability is so awesome. So coming back to your membership, now, how many times had you launched it before you joined Launch Magic, or had you just put it out there and marketed it? Like, what? Tell me a little bit about that. I first launched the membership in February 2021. So yeah, that was the, I think it was February 2021. So, so just over a year before yeah. I Launch Magic. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, and you know, I did, I did a launch event. I did a three-day challenge and, you know, because like, even though the membership, it's, it takes you from birth to three years, it's very hard to get messaging right when you try, like, like talking to a mother or father of a newborn versus a mother or father of a toddler is, it's like, you know, pol challenges are just completely different and you very much forget about the early day challenges. So I um, opted to choose, I guess, one age group and I, I went for that birth to sort of three month age group knowing that, you know, if I am able to support them early on, then I can continue to support them if they're choosing to stay on inside the membership. So I did a three-day challenge that was all about, you know, um, you know, offering support in those early days, understanding the sorts of things that, you know, you need to know heading into parenthood. And I think in my first launch, like since I started launching the membership, it's been quite successful. So I mean, stats-wise, I can't remember exactly how many were in my first um, challenge, possibly around that 500 mark. Uh, and I think initially I got about tw 25 um, signups, which was just fabulous. Like I can't remember okay. the exact – I should have pulled out the exact numbers for everything. And then I think I launched again in August and I, th I think – it must, yeah, it was because I had, an, my, so I have a 14 month old. So she was about eight weeks old. And I thought, <gasps> I thought, yeah, Jen, what a great idea. Let's launch. I'm crazy. <laughs> but it was by far my most, I think I got 120 
um, members join. And so many of them are still members, which is the coolest thing ever. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's just awesome is that, you know, everyone's not everyone's obviously sticking around because that's just natural. Um, but that was, it was just incredible. That launch. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the fact that it was, I was incredibly relatable at the time too with a newborn and I was talking to parents of newborns. So we were literally in that same, you know, journey. So I was probably just nailing that message. I need to go back and um, listen to myself in. Have another newborn. I <laughs> know. No. <laughs> I think a I'm very done. expensive, expensive way to have successful launches. Exactly. <laughs> I think I'll just settle. <laughs> and it was also like, I'm in Victoria. It was also, you know, we're in lockdown and I'm sure that there was so many, you know, things happening. And then I actually, yeah, it's now, so if we're in August, I've, I'm in the midst of a launch right now. So I think I've done about four launches of the membership so far and they've all actually been really successful. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy. Yeah. With how it's all gone. Yeah. So you're what, like six days into your launch at the moment? Something Tomorrow like that. is cut clue. <laughs> how are you feeling? I have been so relaxed this launch. I think that like it, it isn't my first rodeo. Um, and I actually in the past, I think mindset is the trickiest thing in launches. Like it can, and it fluctuates. I can have high moments, low moments, high days, low days, but I have really just tried to stay really calm. And at the end of the day, I'm doing the best I can with everything that I had put, all the work I'd put in. And I just have to sort of, you know, realize that whatever will be, will be. And like, it's been great so far. So I think that that's helped with my confidence. Um, and I also know it's not over till the fat lady sings. Mm. Like, I think I remember this one launch at my poor husband. He's like, can you stop launching? Like you are a monster. <laughs> and I like, you know, and that was just when I, my mindset would get so wobbly, but I'm definitely getting stronger and stronger in that mindset when it, you know, as time goes on, I think that builds. Um, and I, yeah, I remember saying, basically feeling like it was an absolute failure. And then on the last day, I think I had a ridiculous number of people joining that, you know, like final hour sort of thing. So it's just, and, and, and it's been like, I think that's the most important thing to know. You just don't know what's going on for people. And one thing with, you know, families is they're not necessarily in their inbox every day either. And so sometimes they might jump in and be like, I mean, there's probably like three or four emails that they need to read through from me, but all of a sudden they're like piecing all the pieces together, putting all the pieces together. And then they're like, yes, you know, let's, or, or they just got busy because, you know, parent life. <laughs> so yeah, let's see what the next 24 hours brings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the last 24 hours is always, it's really interesting. Like I've had some launches where the last 24 hours has been, yeah, like you said, like the majority of sales. And then I've had others where it's like, oh, I was expecting that to be higher. And it's always tied to the cart close bonus that I have. Like depending what that last bonus is, sometimes they work really well, other times they don't, but it's such a trial and error process. And I love what you said about <laughs> your husband telling you to stop launching because I think we need like a, a launch partners support group or something for like all the poor partners <laughs> who've been <laughs> who witnessed 
just <laughs> witnessed us launching and have put up with the tantrums and the tears and the, you know, <laughs> the messy, the, the messy coffee cups on the desk kind of yes. situations. And the, and the quickly for me, it's like, oh, I've just got to quickly duck and do this. I'll go quickly do this. And he's like, yep, I've got the kids. No worries, Jen. Yeah, you do your thing. <laughs> oh. So speaking a little bit about mindset there, do you, are you open to sharing exactly like specific or some specific um, mindset struggles that you've had to deal with in this most recent launch or some of your previous ones? Yeah, absolutely. I think I actually remember listening to one of the lessons inside of Launch Magic and you said in the lesson that you need to fall out of love with your product. Like we love and believe in what we create so much. And I do, but I, I think that, and I think that the biggest mindset struggle comes with feeling, it's almost like a sense of rejection. I think that if people aren't wanting to buy, that there must be something wrong. And so it's just that. It, yeah, I think it's just that feeling of rejection. And also you've put so much effort into the launch and it can sometimes, like you just want it to go well. And so if you, and like one thing I've learned too with launches is, it, you know, it can be up and down. Like, you know, you can have cart open for seven days. That does not mean that every single day you're going to have sales rolling in. And it doesn't mean though that on days where sales are low or none, that you aren't all of a sudden like, oh my gosh, like this is it. Like it's, it's failed. It's almost like there's been many, I'm giving up. I'm going to close door. Like, you know, I've had the thoughts of, I'm going to close the doors now. Now, like everything, I'm canceling all my emails going out. I'm, you know, and so I think that's where I've really gotten stronger and just been like, like that whole thing. It's not over till the fat lady sings and just put it out there, Jen. Like what's, I think my biggest thing is like, what's, what's the harm? Like, wh- who's it going to hurt to put it out there? And at the end of the day, it's fine. Like everything's going to be okay and the sun will rise tomorrow, you know, <laughs> and you can learn. I think the biggest thing is learning from what you have put out there and the results, because already I'm sort of thinking, you know, bonuses, right? How can I improve them? How can I make them? more enticing slash how, you know, all of the things are already going through my head. And that's even before doors have closed. Like just, I think it's, it's an experiment and you probably said that, but it's just a a big experiment and it's a bit of fun. (laughs) Like you can actually view it as fun. Like it is fun. I mean, if you can view it as fun, maybe you're a psychopath. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, which I have. <laughs> I know. I, I find it fun Thanks. as well, and yes, but it, it is, and it's it's such a process detaching from the outcome. Like we say, oh yeah, detach from the outcome, but it's actually really hard to embody that and to actually physically be like, whatever happens, like I will figure it out. And I've had failed launches in the past where I've just gone back and done a bit of research talked to the people who didn't buy, made a couple of little tweaks and then gone and launched it again. And it's been super successful. But so often when, when it doesn't go to plan, we place that like, we place that rejection. Yeah. Like you said, that rejection on it. And we think, ah, oh, just, you know, I wasn't good enough. The product I created wasn't good enough. All of that. When in actual fact, most of the time it's not the product. It's the way you wrap that product up and put it out to market. It's the way you market it, the messaging, all of the other things around it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about your webinar because you, for this membership launch, you did a webinar. Was this the first time you've done one? 
I did a webinar when it was a group coaching program all the way back in Feb 2020, I think. So, but it's been, so it's been a really long time since I've done a webinar style, but I was so excited to go back to a webinar because I find I'm, I was depleted by the end of the three day challenge and then it's open car. And I find like, I was so excited to do just one presentation, rock up, give it my all. And it felt really good and easy. It felt easy. So you had a lot of people sign up for your webinar. Tell tell the listeners how many you had. <laughs> I had 2,000 people sign up. So that was very daunting. Even though you're talking to a computer screen and can't see the faces, I was still just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Were you expecting that many? Oh, look, I, I was running ads, and uh, but I didn't expect that many because I've ran Facebook ads before and... I guess the cost per lead was ridiculously high. And so you like, I've got a certain budget that I wanted to work within. And so that's naturally going to reduce how many people are able to join based on my budget. But I think like, as it turned out, I actually sort of ran, you know, some stats and looked over things and half were Facebook ads, but the other half were organic. So that was really cool to see that, yes, I did put ad, like ads fed into it, but I also achieved essentially half of it organically, which was cool. Oh, that is amazing. And how did the actual webinar go? Like, how did you, I were you terrified? It. I was loved it. so, I loved it. Can you believe that? I actually, I just felt, I was so nervous the whole day. It was 7.30 PM. So I had the whole day to think about it you know, with the stomach flipping and the, just that, you know, nervous tension and just like, I just need to get it done. But then as the nighttime approached, I just like zenned out, which was so weird. Like, I don't know why that happened. And like, it just, I, I was really confident in what I was teaching. I knew that it was giving value, but at the end of the day, it was also just a framework, you know, the framework in itself holds so much power, but you know, that that's what it was leading into the membership to say, essentially, this is a shortcut. Like, you know, you these, this is the framework and then this is the shortcut um, in how to do that. But I got so much positive feedback about it too, which I think is everyone's fear um, is that it's not, I don't know, like it's, it's not going to meet expectations. And I think I might've even said that to you, Steph, that that's my fear is that, you know. I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we went through, yeah, and this is the problem. It's like when you're one of those people who, if you're somebody who is delivering a lot of value, you're probably going to question whether your webinar is delivering enough value because we naturally want to teach everybody every single step, Yeah, but we have to draw the line somewhere because otherwise we're just overwhelming them with so much content and then they think like, oh, cool, like I know exactly what I need to do now to get the, to solve my problem and they go away and they try and they fail and then they're back to square one. So we don't want that. Um, so how did the actual webinar go? Like, did they, how many people showed up? Um, how many people converted? To, do you have those numbers off the top of your head? Yes. So on the night I had 618 attendees, which I worked out to be 30%. So I was really pretty standard with that. Yeah. yeah. Pretty standard. I was, um, I was stressing the launch magic group being like, Oh my goodness, I'm using Demio <laughs> and like there's only a 1000 room limit. Although thinking in the back of my head, like I know that it's a 25 to 30% normal show up, right? But still there's that like lingering thing is, oh my goodness, am I not going to be able to let everyone in? Am I going to get like these abusive messages being like, thanks a lot? 
Yeah. Uh, and I've been in that situation. That's why like in the Facebook group, I was like, oh, I mean, like if I were you, I'd maybe upgrade if you can. Um, because yeah, like I've been in that situation where I've had too many people show up and they couldn't get in. And I was getting these emails like I put my kids to bed early so I could come to this webinar. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I can't handle, I can't upgrade. <laughs> that's right. This is, this is all I can do. And that's what I think I had a little bit of a like, you know, just in case sort of email prepared in the notes of my phone, just to be like, my, and I actually, I changed my messaging in my pre-webinar emails too, just to say, I'm really sorry, but like, this is a tech limitation. Only a thousand people could come in. So it all turned out fine anyway. Um, so on the, so I had, yeah, 618 show up on the webinar. I had five people join before the end of the Q and A, which was really uplifting for me. I mean, in terms of conversion rates, it potentially could have been higher, but it was still a great, um, you know, kickstart for me. Mm -hmm. And I think also, once again, I took away from that, okay, what's something that can be more enticing to want to join, you know, without hesitation or those immediate, yep, let's jump in sort of thing. So I sort of took away from that, you know. And and, with with webinars, one of the challenges with converting people live on the webinar, especially with the group of people that you're talking to, often they need to consult their partner before making that decision. Like when it's parenting, for example, that's a lot of the time going to be a joint decision. And one of them might be working or sleeping or doing something when you're running that webinar. Um, But out of curiosity, what was your fast action bonus? It was a one-on-one and because I have two membership tiers, I have an annual and a quarterly and so it was four annual memberships Um, and that was, you know, so again, like, again, it's like sort of considering that, whether there actually needs to be, because I would, like in my membership, I've had the majority people join quarterly because I get it too. It's like, first of all, a huge objection in the parenting space is money because most families go back to one income. So understandably, it's always, and and I know it is for many people, um, but it's really particularly a pain point when you literally have gone from a dual income to a single income. Uh, So I definitely can appreciate that. So potentially for me, it's about considering how can I actually entice and, and offer that fast action bonus for quarterly and you know, so these are all things that are just like ticking in my head already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's got to be some kind of fast action bonus you can offer for the quarterly one there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but still, like, that's a, you know, even like five people. Cool. We've signed yeah. five people up on the webinar. Um, and then how's the rest of Card Open been so far? So I, so far to date, I have 33 who have joined, which yeah, is amazing. So something like I was, you know, doing some investigating and, you know, there was 2000 who has joined and then like I could jump on Kajabi and have a little look at how many people are viewing the sales page. And so about a thousand people have viewed it. So the conversion rate so far is really good based on the sales page views. So then I was like, okay, what, where's the gap here between driving that more traffic to that sales page? So, you know, then I was thinking, okay, maybe it's my messaging in my email. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's literally just that they don't, haven't had a chance to jump into their inbox because yeah. unless you're in, like I'm in my inbox every day, but that's because I'm a business owner and, you know, probably spend far too much time on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and and sometimes, like a time lockout. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. And like sometimes you just need, sometimes they'll sit on that fence, sit on that fence. And then as soon as doors are closing and they have to make a decision, that's when they make a decision, yes or no. Whereas in the meantime, they can keep delaying the decision, delaying the decision. That's the importance of having those deadlines when we launch. Um, so I'm curious, like in the lead up to um, your webinar and to OpenCart, what kind of content were you posting? Where were you sharing it? What was your like whole promo ritual in the lead up? Yeah. So I was like my, I guess my primary platforms is I have a podcast myself. Um, and I was really doing lots of that educational and just the, the pre-launch messaging around this is why this stuff matters. You know, this is what we bridging the magician, magician's gap. I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> and just going through all those processes, like busting those myths and all of the things that, you know, like that families are potentially thinking and then just really sort of educating them around what all of these things actually mean. So I was, yeah, sharing lots of, lots of content on the podcast. And then that from there, I was sort of repurposing the podcast episodes into posts on Instagram, talking about, I'm very active on story. So talking about it in stories. Um, and, you know, I was also, I've also been dabbling in the whole reels, you know, like we all have to these days, although I can't say I'm fully dedicated to them because oh, no. I'm just, it's just exhausting. But, you know, I was just doing my best at my capacity to show yeah. up and I was really repetitive and I just like, not in the sense of saying exactly the same thing, but it was just really linked in with what, my membership is all about the roadmap to navigating the first three years and that things are constantly changing. So it was just about educating that, yeah, like around these changes that happen and then there's a solution to being able to feel more confident in meeting all of those. Yeah. And did you notice any kind of difference um, in engagement or anything like that with the content that you were posting before this launch compared with in the past or was it pretty much the same? I think that I had a lot more like shares and a lot of, um, you know, f people who are in the parenting space, but not necessarily doing exactly the same thing as me who were really resonating with the message. And so that was really good, like organic sharing. Um, so that was really great. And I had some reels that were, that actually went not like not viral by any stretch of the imagination, but there were, they had lots of views, which is great. And then lots of saves, all those things that are, you know, really good to see, uh, which, told me that I was resonating with my community. So I have, you know, I, I guess I have a pretty good history of like engagement is pretty good in my community, but I do think that the messaging was really like people really interested. There was more comments with questions like, can you explain, uh, you know, my baby's doing this or my toddler's doing this. And so that sort of just helped me to engage and further teach with those, you know, questions, which was really useful. And it, brings up more content ideas too. Yeah. And it also, it's a little bit of a signal. Like it, it tells you, oh, these people are starting to think of me as the expert. They trust me now. Like that's an awesome place to be. If people are asking you questions, it's because your answer matters to them. Yeah. Uh, so that's a great place to be. Uh, so then obviously from though, from your podcast, from your posts, uh, you promoted a lead magnet. Correct? I did. Yes. yes. I did. What was your lead magnet for this launch? So my lead magnet was a guide to, and the essential guide to your baby's first three months. So again, 
like, and this is another area that I will potentially look at. It's either going to be refining the age bracket of the webinar or refining the age or changing and broadening the age bracket of the freebie. But essentially it was like a guide that teaches you what you need to know heading into parenthood. So whether you have a baby at home and it was just about like three core elements that are going to make for a really a much more peaceful parenting journey. Um, so it's again was just sort of that thought provoking and it had actionable steps for them to go, okay, this is what you can do to set yourself up for success. So whether you're pregnant or whether you've got a new baby. So it wasn't, you know, and it also provided lots of information that was, you know, teaching them about normal newborn behavior and just things like that. That was, it wasn't the whole picture, but it was just enough to, I think, be a real thought provoker and set up that um, support. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, and those are one of the, fa- that's one of my favorite things to test as well is lead magnet. I always change um, webinar topics each time I launch. And then sometimes I change the lead magnet topic and it's always really fun to see what resonates with people and what doesn't. And usually it's not the ones you think that's going to as well. Um, yeah. So wrapping up, I want to ask a couple of questions about Launch Magic um, and your experience in it, because somebody who might be listening to this podcast, who might be like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. Like maybe they are where you were. Um, they'd already launched a couple of times and they're wanting to try something a little bit different. Um, I think it would really help them to understand like, where were you um or like, what were you struggling with and what made you want to join Launch Magic back when you signed up? You know what the thing for me was, and it's it seems so crazy, but for me, it was really encapsulating the benefits of what my offer offers, what the membership offers. It's like I couldn't quite articulate how it supported families. And it, it just seemed so crazy that I was launching twice before or like more than that. And I still hadn't got that in my head, but ever since like launch magic. So I actually, you did a preview and I actually um, jumped in. I thought, oh yeah, this will be great. And I got to preview that first module and I learned so much and I just thought, well, obviously I need to have all of it. Um, it just to like, even the content to post before you launch. That was just so valuable for me because I felt really paralyzed by being like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what, I don't know how to teach my audience like what they don't know. I I don't know what, I don't know what to post in the lead up. And then it's like, so you're not really doing much in the, and you know, the pre-launch is the most important part. And so then I'm like, surprise, hello, I've opened doors, you know, (laughs) come and join. And without any prior information to sort of help to get there, them into that place where they're ready to buy. Um, and so for me, that's where I was like, I need something. I, I know I've got this part where, you know, I've done this before. I, it's not like I'm new to this, but I feel like there is still so much that I'm missing in my knowledge. And that's why I was like, yeah, I, I need launch magic. <laughs> oh, amazing. Did you have any hesitations? Like before you signed up, was there anything that you were like, oh, maybe this isn't going to be right for me or like anything you needed to, I guess, convince yourself of? I think that like probably reasons why I hadn't joined in prior rounds was because I thought I have launched before. I was like, I, you know, what, what more can I learn? Surely I know it all. And I think that's why understanding that it wasn't just that launch, you know, process, which 
I have learned about in the past. And once I realized that there was, it was so much more of a deeper look into not just the launch, but the, all the important stuff that happens before the nailing your messaging, the really understanding what the benefits of your offer is, like knowing what to post, all of these things, like that, like the, the link of the importance of the freebie, like just everything, every step along the way, every week when you sent out your email, I was so excited to listen to the week's module. I was like, Oh, goody. Like <laughs> I'd go to my walk and have my, you know, ear, ear, AirPods in. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I, I definitely, I definitely do not think I know it all because I'm just a little old midwife, maternal and child health nurse. <laughs> But I thought, surely I know enough, but I realized that there was still so much that I was lacking despite having launched, you know, I think probably three or four times before heading into Launch Magic. Oh, thank you. I love it. I'm so happy to hear this. <laughs> uh, is there anything um, else that you would say to somebody who's considering signing up for Launch Magic in this round? Oh, I think that if, like, it, whether it's your, you've never launched before, or whether you have launched many times, I think that it will get you thinking about things on such a deeper and different level and really, like, I'm so excited to go through it again and just now having launched using this webinar to be able to now be like, okay, what can I learn from this launch? What can I do better next time? And just get to this point where I have just perfected it because, and it is, it's an experiment and there's so much to learn and it's having that benefit of being able to go through again and again until you feel super confident i think is just so powerful oh amazing jen this has been such a wonderful deep dive into your launch where can my listeners find more about you find your podcast find any of your bits and pieces on the internet if they have a newborn or a toddler and they want a little <laughs> bit of help Yes, come on over and say hi. So my Instagram is at Jen Butler Early Parenting. Uh, my website's www.jenbutler.com.au and my podcast is called The Happy Baby Show. It was previously called The Early Parenting Podcast and I did a little bit of a rebrand to match the Happy Baby Code membership. So you can find me at any of those places. I love that happy baby. That's such a nice name. It just conjures up images of like a happy baby. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone wants the happy baby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Jen, thank you so much for your time. And I know my listeners are going to absolutely love listening to this episode. So I really appreciate you. Thank you so much, Steph. I've loved it.